in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. Just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and I am joined by the lovely Nakita. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And also the amazing Choo Choo. Hi. Hello, Chewy darling. So we are doing another segment on entertainment. There's a bunch more things that are going on out there. Next up. So there's already a huge hurrah around what's going on with Jeopardy. I've already made my suggestion. I don't know why they don't go after LeVar Burton. That makes the most sense to me. It makes sense for the social climate and the fact that he is actually smart and he's all about reading rainbow. So... I don't understand why we're not doing that. Why don't we have more Reading Rainbow shows? Well, because he did bring it back. So it he, he needs to be. It needs to go down in history and always be on at all times. So I don't know. I don't know why we're not already doing that. But it's next, the greatest show ever. The next thing is apparently Pat Sajak might get axed because of something that happened on Wheel of Fortune recently. And then I just saw that um, they were having some issues about some of the rules or whatever. What do you think of all these old game shows, anyways? I grew up watching all those old game shows with my grandparents, and it was just kind of a tradition to, Mm -hmm. you know, sit and scream at the TV. Um, I I love all the old ones. I I personally think they're fun. I mean, they're always challenging, too. It wasn't... It wasn't like all these other new game shows now that literally you get paid to just do nothing. I don't know. What do you think? Did you ever watch Jeopardy, Will of Fortune? Do you no, care about any of it? was Family Feud oh. and Deal or No Deal. Oh, yes. Will of Fortune was my jam. Yes, I loved it. I love it. I and think it's time to hang them all up. That's it's what I was wondering. Is that where we're at? Yeah. yeah. Hang it up. I was kind of thinking that with the, with the passing of Alex Trebek and the fact that it's so difficult to find someone to go ahead and do his job, maybe it's... Is that a sign? I mean, I definitely don't. Please stop trying to just redo everything. Because, right. Yes. You know, Come like, up with some new fucking ideas. You know, sometimes it's <laughs> yes, shit. We want to yeah. have those memories carried on and we, you know, we enjoy the nostalgia of it. But at the same time, we have to say goodbye at a certain point. Exactly. And it's, it's okay to watch reruns, y'all. It's okay. I agree with that. Absolutely. I, I think it's okay to do that. We don't have to keep reinventing literally. Like, Get it? They, the wheel. If they, if they try to redo like I Love Lucy or something, I'm done with TV. It's like you oh, yeah. stop touching fucking classics. <laughs> yes. yes, you're Man. ruining everything. Every fucking thing. It's like, why can't nobody come up with any? Well, we have to Are redo it. Intelligent anymore? Why yeah. can't come up with new ideas? That's no, what I'm, I I'm wondering that too. We have to redo everything now because no one's allowed to watch the original because apparently the original is wrong in so ways. Oh, God, yes, this and again. Just inappropriate and all these. So we have to redo it. Sexist, so misogynistic, be, racist, yeah. homophobic. prejudiced, homophobic. Yes, people, I agree. But people also forget oh, that. Like, so the, sensitive to the Mm-hmm. that these shows or movies were taking place that that was the time stop trying to eliminate history and everything of what we're doing stop trying to be offended by everything yes it's okay to be offended but at the same time you have like, it, that's life so it's then, gonna be everywhere the next thing that's going on that has and she's all over the place which is why I kind of tried to spread her stories out because she's everywhere so kudos to the fact number one that she's still alive and number two to her publicity team Demi Lovato is recreating her overdose in behind the scenes pics from the Dancing with the Devil music video what do you think about the fact that she's recreating this huge epic moment in her life is it that she's looking back on it and thinking like wow this was such a transformation what a big time 
that was, I'm so glad I had an awakening moment and I want to show everyone? Or is it too soon? It's so hard for me to pick out what the fuck is genuine. Right. What the fuck is for. Right. Uh, profit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel agree. like she's really capitalizing on that fucking It doesn't matter moment. what you do as a celebrity, it's always going to bring in a profit. And I kind of think I exactly mean, what you're saying, exactly. too. I just feel like, girl, okay, now we're taking it a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and stick to the documentary move forward. I mean, she's got such a great talent, too. I don't think it's necessary. People were already loving her. She's taken away from that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're looking for more of a pity party. Agree. I don't necessarily think it's a pity party. I think that also it's a way to reach other people that necessarily can't get in the documentary because I know okay. so many people that music saves them. Okay. And so being able to see that from the artistic point of view and to see what they really went through. But she's been doing this. Yeah. Yes. She's been doing this shit. But yeah. because the way we follow celebrities in our world, I feel like that she sometimes has to be repetitive with it because she... Oh, to, like, is, to make sure that people know how others. serious yes. it was, I guess. You know, she's... The documentary to me is we enough. Touch on, we touch on it, and then, girl, I want to see talent. Because she can fucking sing. Yeah. And she makes great but fucking it, music. I need cool for the summer part, too, girl. Yeah. Yes. And at the same time, you do need to move past it because you don't want to be stuck in, in that. I was an addict. This is what I need to do. And all you, you look at is, show, oh, Demi, the I'm drug addict. You need right. to see that, hey, this is who I was, and this is who I am now. I get it, but the reason I feel like it's dragging, it's dragging along is because I actually, when she... After her overdose, sometimes she came back and she performed the song Anyone on the Grammy. Yes. Getting a little bit emotional. Next, we're going to talk about what's going on with this hit songwriters are asking pop stars to stop taking credit for songs they didn't write. Have you heard about this going on? So I just, I don't think that it's really a huge surprise that they're going to be pissed about that because clearly if you didn't write it, it's something that you shouldn't be claiming. And the other thing was, I we were talking about this earlier. I was in the car with Nikita earlier. He's playing a bunch of rap music and stuff like this going on. And I was letting him know too that It was a nuance to me that some rappers don't even write their own stuff, that there's people writing for rappers. So I was, I would be, I would, yeah. And I'd be completely offended if I wrote something and you weren't at least going to be like, you know, yeah, I sing the hell out of it, but I didn't write it. If you're going to act like you wrote it, I think there's a difference. What do you think? I feel like it's really hard for, I understand. Yes. Well, as an artist, I'm not music artist, but as a creative (laughs) artist, Um, Yes, always give credit where credit is due. Agreed. But for the music industry, it is sometimes very hard for them when you have so many writers on every song and album and you're doing something. I'm sorry, but it it is really hard for you to be like, oh, by the way, I got to thank all these people every time I do something. If you are a songwriter, that is what your job is. You're a songwriter. You're not necessarily always going to get a shout out for exactly. every everything yeah. you're doing. You, you sold this song to this person. They sang your song. That's oh, which is true. I like what you just said the there. Song. Yeah, you it, specified that you wrote the song and sold it to that person. It says in an open letter, the writers behind songs like Dua Lipa's New Rules and Ariana Grande's Seven Rings said a growing number of artists were demanding a share of publishing royalties, even if they had contributed nothing to a song. That apparently is their issue, but it's oh, the same. Now that but becomes a whole different. It, it's but hard, that's though. but I think it's the context of what you just said, Chewy. Where it's like, yeah, but you sold your song to them for them to make it their own. If I'm if I'm if you hire me, if you give me a song to sing and I sing that song, yes, you're gonna get paid every time this song is played. But also, so am I. Right. If I'm busting my butt, learning your song, doing the performance, doing all these recordings, I'm dedicating my life to this song. Mm-hmm. That's a, just mm-hmm. as much hard work as went into it. 
You know, sometimes more work goes into performing a song than writing a song. Some people are super talented, can write a song in like five minutes. Well, and the letter was organized by a new advocacy group calling itself The Pact. So between them, the people that are listed on The Pact, I won't name every single name that's listed right here. Between them, they have created hit records for the likes of Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, One Direction, Michael Buble, Lord Shawn Mendes, and Selena Gomez. Although the letter was not directed at any specific artist, it was more of like a blanket hit statement on them saying like give credit where credit is due i guess i don't know where the line is with that because it's like you said what before you sing you have to go i'm about to sing a song by and then list off 12 people and then sing it is that and like didn't you know what you signed up for before you did it you know right you signed up to be a songwriter not a singer well and it's and it just says over time this practice of artists taking publishing has become normalized and until now there's been no real unity within the songwriting community to fight back so i mean i guess it's just now coming to a head where songwriters are going you know what if we really want to make a change, maybe we should band together. But isn't that what, like, a union or a representation is for? I mean, like I said, it's one of those things that's hard. And if songwriters want more credibility, then don't sell your song. That's what I'm Star saying. performing your own Yeah, and it, but it's also hard. There's, there's yeah. so many people that that's have also that. tried to sing that's songs, tried to do things, have not gotten anywhere. I... I don't know if I'm correct or not on this, but Rihanna's Probably old not. song, oh. Disturbia. Nikita should know. I know he loves Disturbia Riri. was originally written for Chris Brown mm. to sing. Oh, I love it because Umbrella was originally written for Mary J. Blige, yes. who passed for it. Or passed on and it, then, sorry. And um, one of Taylor Swift's song was also passed up, and then something was also passed up by Ariana Grande. Like, I mean, it's... There's a lot of these songs that are passed on other artists, and then you know. So here's else here's I've, I've referenced this before because this is the only area of music that I know how it works over there specifically, and it's in Nashville. They have Music Row, and they bring in people and they hire songwriters for specific music yes. publishing houses, and they go, "Okay, you're gonna write for us. We're gonna pay you, and then you just submit a certain amount of songs or whatnot, like a job." Do you remember Coyote Ugly? And, yes, yes, it, it's exactly done like that, right? And it's it's a real thing. And then what they do is they have people that are paid to go through and sort the songs and go, this is a love song. This is a pop song. This is a dance song. And then those get sorted out and then they get sent out and then artists get to pass on them or get to pick them up. So, I mean, they're constantly being put out there. There's an artist that was featured on, and I just it's just because this is at the top of my head, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at David Foster's house. He was recording. He's won like 20 Grammys because he's an amazing, um, uh, what is he, a producer. He's a song producer. He was uh, playing a song and a singer was over there singing it. She's a singer that regularly is used to record tracks that are just to be submitted for artists to consider making it their own and she recorded the track for her take on I Will Always Love You that was submitted to Whitney before she took it. Does that mean that what Whitney needed to thank Dolly Parton and this singer before she performed it every time? No. It's hard. It's so hard. For just like Poker Face. Gaga didn't write Poker Face. Right. <laughs> right. Someone else. And I don't think Britney Spears has written a damn thing. Girl, so I just don't get it, girl. As long as you give me my fucking check, I don't care about the shout Well, out. and that's I mean, what it, it says. Writers can't pay rent. And to me, what that's saying is whoever is representing them is not doing their, their job. job. Yeah, because why aren't you getting paid? But here's a lot of things. When you're selling a song, you have to, you have to, same with you when you're selling anything. Like if you're selling a product and it, someone else can potentially make money off of that. Right. You need to go over your contract. 
Majorly. Because if you were selling them them song, you were like, either you're going to give me a lump sum of money now, and I'm just going to give this to you, and then it's yours. To right. Do whatever you want. Or I want royalties on it. Right. Which, if songwriters truly are in this uproar about all of this, then they need to have something in their contract. You know, every time this song is played, I get I get to make something off of it. Right. So we're going to go ahead so and we're going to... sound like it's a contractual issue. Yeah, I well, I do believe that. To me, this just all sounds legal. I mean, the whole industry... People don't read their fucking No, contracts. and the whole, yes, indi- the whole industry is, is messed up because it's it's so much of... People are just getting walked over and screwed in the short end of the stick. And it, it really they is. aren't reading those fucking exactly. contracts. You're not they, reading your contracts and you can't always tell what's going to be a massive smash yeah. hit versus what's not. So, I mean, nobody knew well, Umbrella was going to fly and out. And people get excited. You're like, oh my gosh, Beyonce wants my song. Yeah. What? You're going to be like... She can have it for twenty bucks. Yeah, you're like twenty thousand dollars. Okay, and then Beyonce goes and makes twenty million off. Of yeah, that and then what? You're mad? Oh yeah. well, you got paid what you said exactly. you would. Exactly. So, all right, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. So we were talking, haha, talking about the talk last week. Um, Chewy was not here, but I'm sure she has heard about what happened with Sharon Osbourne leaving the show. Um, I I think it was sad too, but this is what's crazy, right? So I thought for sure because she was a lightning rod for that show. The talk needs its own talk show just to well, talk about the talk. Well, now, now. <laughs> However, Julie Chen. So this is what I learned when I was out in LA. One of the producers that I was working with and well doing other things with. Um, <laughs> I was out there. He was telling me I had put on the talk, and he goes, "I hate this fucking show. How can you watch this trash?" And I was like, "I love this show." He goes, "Julie because Chen, it's addictive trash." Well, this is what he said. He was like, "He said Julie Chen is a." needy whiny bitch and I was like what he goes you know the only reason is because her husband didn't want to have to deal with her whining about how she wasn't on the news anymore so he gave her a fucking talk show and I was like what and so that's that. that's apparently how the talk started and then he started cheating on her so I think there was and I talked about this weeks ago that he probably was like okay I'll give you a talk show so that way you can't watch my moves. So yeah. like that's what it seemed like to me. So she had her talk show. Well, she found out, you know, it all came out that he was cheating. He stepped down. Now she's home with him. The talk is still going on. And now Sharon Osbourne is the next most famous who can bring in those names. Julie Chen was a respected journalist. She's won awards. She's all of this. I mean, she's been in the industry for forever. Years. So, you know, she had notoriety for that. So she was drawing people in because of integrity. Well, she leaves. And now the panel was consisting of other celebrities who were able to pull people in. Little by little over the years, they're gone. Sharon was the last one standing. And now that she's left, they're saying the talk without Sharon Osbourne could face cancellation because ratings are in the toilet with no star power. Apparently, celebrities are telling them, no, I don't want to come on there right now. I mean, it's hard because, unfortunately, the talk has always had a very, like, controversial mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I'm going to tell you, the panel of people that they have always had, in my personal opinion, I don't believe that they're people that would actually, like, go have lunch together. You don't think so? No. Because, I mean, I believe that's the case for, of course, the infamous The View. But I I kind of thought they seemed like they got along at one point or another. I mean, for some of them, but it, it's still... You're casted to be a specific person on this panel. What a funny of, thing. That was the main reason, honestly, that I enjoyed watching that show. It seemed like they all really got along. 
Man, I think after um, you'd God. be surprised what you can fake in the industry, though. Yeah, I mean, this is true Put too. Vaseline on your teeth for a reason. But I felt like when Aisha Tyler left, I love the, her and so she was much. yeah, I like her. Too. She made her announcement. Oh, she's. I could do like a whole show on her. I love I her. Aisha Tyler. I love you. I love you. Anyways, when she was on there and she was going to leave, she now she is an actress and she is a pretty good one. She started crying and getting choked up when she announced that she was leaving the show. She was like, you know, this will be my last season. I've really grown to love you guys. Is it true that she didn't want to leave the show? Yeah. She said she didn't want to, and it wasn't that she got kicked off. She was starting to take on other projects as a director, yeah. as a producer. Yeah. So she was. it was just a natural progression for her. That's what made me think that they all really got along. But that also, I feel like, was the turning point. I feel like when Aisha left, that's when Julie Chen's whole thing happened, and then she left. Then all of a sudden, you're bringing random people well, like... You're always going to have what? that one person Eve on a talk a show was strange to me anyways. Yeah, you're always going to... I feel like Aisha Taylor was definitely like the person who was like the peacemaker uh-huh. of the group and everyone has like that one person like we're all friends with them and we're going to be friends because they like each other you right know? and i definitely feel like she was kind of like the glue that kept it together and then sharon osborne i mean she's like everyone's mother i you know i didn't have a problem with her i guess per se but i do think she reached a point where she was kind of just way crossing the line without trying to acknowledge that it had been crossed and I feel like that happened during the whole thing with her talking on the air about Pierce Morgan with Cheryl Underwood. And I feel like they were trying to dance around it. The whole thing should have been handled behind scenes. You know, I mean, I just think that something. But that doesn't bring in the money. I mean, I guess so. But it's also not helping right now. I mean, I just feel like it was just taken. It was blown out of proportion. Um but I don't know who was really right in that sense. So I don't know. Uh, moving on, the next talking of talk shows and all of this, Simon Cowell's returning to America's Got Talent judges table in the new season that's coming up. Have you guys ever been really into America's Got Talent? Mm-mm. My friend is married to an America's... Or no, he was... Yeah, America's Got Talent. No. American Idol. He was American Idol. Never mind. Still Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is true. Yeah, which is my friend true. is married to an old contestant. Oh, from American Idol. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will say this. Apparently, the America's Got Talent people have clearly gone on to go do things that actually generate money, unlike The Voice, which pisses me off, because I feel I mean, like once you make it on The Voice and you win, you disappear, right? I mean, a lot of people do, but I mean, even just you being on that stage is going to give you the pop the publicity, right. and you're automatically going to get other people from different industries and like, hey... We're, we want we want you and stuff like that, but it's also. But you remember the a biggest winners have been destroyed yeah. soon. By we aren't the seeing these people. Yeah. You remember Grace, people that are Grace Vander, Vanderwall? Who? She was the little girl who oh. played the ukulele. Yeah, where did like she go? That. You know, follow her on TikTok. Where is she? Oh, she is like her own. Like, that is not the same little girl, and it became real quick that. She's very much an uh, advocate of, they wanted me to be the next Taylor Swift. And she's like, that's not me. Well, the one girl... She is very... Um, what's her name? Avanco? Something Avanco. She she went on to go do some stuff, and then she kind of stopped. I know that Susan Boyle, she it changed her entire existence. They want it, and then they get into it. And then I, they you don't know what? realize... Do you think that's probably part of it? Uh, people do not understand that when, when you are in that I didn't life, ever think about it like It is that. 100% different. Like, straight up. Okay, my, like, my family has celebrities in it. I don't put my face on camera and certain things for that because seeing people she come up. She will next month. Well, I mean, seeing, no, seeing people come up to my brother. We were at Firefly and we're trying to watch Eminem perform. You know, paid $500 for this weekend festival. 
and we've got people coming up, like trying to get pictures with them. And I'm like, we're watching a show. <laughs> well, but there are people that away. don't understand that there are people too. It's overwhelming to yeah. people. Like I, I, you know, you can't go to the grocery store. You can't do this. And it's, yeah. You know, they're like, I just want to pump my gas and, you know, not I die. guess, but and I think it's like we've talked about, too. You, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into when you accept a position you know, but no in the spotlight like what that. what it's like until yeah. you're in it. And it is definitely... There are some people just not willing to fucking sail their fucking soul. It is way different than being, you know, prom king or queen. No, they, well, a little know, bit. It, <laughs> but, but people don't understand that it's... You're essentially selling your soul to the devil. You know, pretty much, and and a lot of people, you have no control the fame is not enough to grab them in. They're like, "Fuck this!" You know what I'm saying? This they think that's what they need to be happy, and yeah. then they get there and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this made it all worse." So mm. the latest thing that's going on with someone that we know who is now into toes, we're gonna talk about Ew. that as soon toes? as we come back. We'll be right back. As I was saying, we were talking, getting ready to talk about someone that is into toes. And when I say toes, I don't mean into playing with your toes. He basically wanted to cut one off and put it in his pocket is what the description was. So it was a little bit reminiscent (laughs) of like Hannibal Lecter. In a way, I'm like, that's gross. But at the same time, my toes ready for you. Exactly. Well, (laughs) just give me an atonement. So first, so first his management team disbanded. They were like, nope. And now he's apparently losing roles. Dan Stevens is joining Julia Roberts, Sean Penn in the Watergate series Gaslit at Stars, taking over Army Hammer's role. Uh, yeah. But so, you know, some rape allegations just came out. I was get, I was headed there too. I just heard it that. It is getting crazy. It's, yeah. Turns out he is the man for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I'm just joking. Because sorry. I think he has a gun and would like, chase you through the woods really. too. So sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's the truth though. I mean, he's the rough one. He's getting in pretty deep from what I can tell. I I just don't understand like how we didn't know this before, but what what always bothers me is when like one little weird thing comes out. And then every fucking thing, it's like a domino effect. It was just like what happened to Miss O, Sharon Osbourne, where it was like, all of a sudden, everyone who's ever been on the talk for the last 12 years, or 10 years, 11 years has been in existence, is now going, oh yeah, by the way, from day one, she was being, like, telling me racial slurs and yelling at me about this, that, and the other. It's like, why did it take you all this time to be upset about it then? Like, why why weren't you raising Cain then? Because most of the time, people realize they didn't know they were actually offended or not and then i think and so what did they wait till the media told them that you should I be think, offended yeah, yeah and I, then I, I think I, they're scared too you don't want to be the only one because yeah. it's just like the me too you know women weren't comfortable with coming out and saying that producers and directors no. were fucking touching them until one person did it and then it became a big move but I'm, well in that and, industry and, it's no i'm I, glad I that to say it because i've 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 been raped and I had people not believe me and I've been in that okay. situation okay. and it is really hard and most of the time people are not going to believe you until yep. 
other people speak up and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, you're not crazy oh, so because it, it happened to me. It was and true. It, and you okay. add status and money to the person that's being accused. Yeah, or it's they like, really well, honey, you. Did you watch Bombshell? Did you watch the movie yes, Bombshell? That was really so good. good. That was, I mean, I think that if anything was going to kind of tell the story the way that it probably was going down, that movie was one of them. And I think the sad part is, and the reason that we don't believe it now is because it's so blatant that it blows your fucking mind to see it in the movie where he was like he had had a button to like lock the door and then he's like okay now now that we're alone stand up and turn around and now bend like and they're doing that but it's like when is it their fault versus not their fault and i think it was reese witherspoon who talked about it and said she and she's kind of gone out in public to talk about it, not flat out saying this, but the way it was kind of seen was that she was saying, you know, you kind of are at fault yourself because, yeah, they might be provoking that in order to, quote unquote, give you a job, but you don't have to submit. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was saying. She was like, in the beginning of her career, hard, she had directors though. do that to her and she walked out. Okay, you, yes, you do not have to submit, but as someone who's been taken advantage of, there's been plenty of times where I did not want to submit. Okay. But I had no choice. Well, and I feel like that's a little different. We saw that in the behind the scenes movie with Wendy Williams, where the guy basically just like stayed on top of her and just finished using her and left. There are things when you have someone who is, you know, three times your size or something. Which is true. There's no getting away from that, you know, in certain situations. And then there's also sometimes where it's, I hate to say it, but you know, when people are, reach a certain celebrity statue and they're trying to advance their career. There are certain things where it's like, if I don't do this, my career is over. And it's, it's, right. I hate saying this because as it's, it's true. As I, ugh, I'm sure men have gone through this too, but I, I definitely feel like as a female, there have been plenty of times where I have given my body up because it was easier. Okay. And saying no. Okay. I tried walking away and it, whether like, Oh, well, you know, make it something to, well, you did this to me. How are you going to leave me like this? And you get guilted into thinking that, that it's you're your obligated job. to give them your body. And a lot of times it, it's easier just to give up than say no and walk yeah. away. And once again, like we've talked about with everything, I guess there's just not one size fits all for all these different scenarios. Because I think all of them are in different ways. I wish I could say it's as easy as just getting up and walking yeah, out the right, door. Yeah, but right. from experience, Which I, is I know true. it's not. Which is true. And I mean, I had one experience where that happened to me, but it was a very bizarre, obscure circumstance. Men can be sexually assaulted too. Right. I 100% believe but I've I, seen it happen. Well, I remember when I talked to the investigators and when they were talking to me, I started to like break down and I didn't even like acknowledge that that was something that was going to come from me. Yeah. Because I remember as I was explaining it to them, I was like, Yeah, but I didn't have to blah, blah, blah. And I was like trying to logical, make it like logical to me. And then as I was doing it, I was realizing like, I kind of was forced because what she said to me was she said, did you feel like if you didn't that he was going to hurt you? Like physically, potentially kill really you even. Good at manipulating your yeah, mind and I was and like, convincing you. That I was like, your yeah, you're, you're kind of right. I guess I did. And she was like, that's that you were a victim. It's okay. Like just you know, I guess that's the sad part with that. You don't really know. Nobody knows until they've been through it. Basically, is where we're headed with that. Uh, next up, we're gonna hit up some of these articles that were going on in our magazines. First up, somebody has pointed out what is going on on this page. What are we talking about oh my here, God. Precious? Pose season three. What is this? 
season. Pose? You didn't watch Pose? Oh, he's talking about season three of Pose. So what? Pose, Pose oh, stars. Oh, my God. Uh, they got glam to shoot a scene for the Pose? series. Third oh, and my God. Nobody. Like, it's like the, I keep running into a lot of people. The third and final season. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it was. It's based around the ballroom area. They were the all in the apartment era. and stuff. Were they yes. all in the model apartment? No, it's based it's based out of the uh, ballroom scene back in the eighties. Yes, nope, yes. thinking of something completely different then. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I love Pose. Oh my god, like I literally watch it and cry and everything. I'm so ready for season oh, three. I love shows that make me have a good cry. And it says that it's the final season. Yeah, it's like a full cast of trans women, and they okay. are beautiful. Yeah. Next up, oh, have you watched P Valley? Oh, oh of course. <laughs> that's our shit. Excuse me, that's of course shit, we've honey. seen that, and they are bringing it I back. Know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And I know while we're talking about shows, we can't wait to come back. I'm glad that they're finally going to do the fourth and final season of Claws. I don't know if you've watched it. Niecy Nash. I, that is my... Mm, and I, first of all, she's uh, hosting The Masked Singer right now, too. And I just want to say, Niecy, oh, you are my queen. Love her. Wait queen, till you queen. get to that shit that at The Masked Singer, honey. Oh, well, we're getting to that next. Okay, so we're circling back to Army Hammer. Army oh, Hammer is facing rape allegations. A woman accuses the actor of sexual assault as the LAPD says it has opened an official investigation. I'm, I'm so sad for that because I was so excited for Call Me By Your Name too. Me And too. it's really looking <laughs> like they're going to have to find a fucking replacement well, for Army Hammer but here's, nobody can replace Here's the good thing. Whoever has been, because this is the way that it works, and I'm sure that Chewie can back this up too. The way that it works is there's all these actors that are constantly going for the same roles, but then one's always getting edged out by the other. Whoever was always going for the same roles he is, now gets a shot. Girl, so, <laughs> but who did he piss off in Hollywood? I don't know. like, oh my. Well, also, it can't, he it can't be one of the ones. assaulted someone during a sex scene. I mean, he really could have. too, where people have He is such a hot fucking man. I'm so sad moment. for him. Like, so, at a up. press conference on March 18th, a 24-year-old woman named Effie broke down as she described the abuse she said she endured mm-hmm. during her four-year relationship with Army Hammer, 34. I thought he was going to kill me, she said with her attorney. Uh, and of course it was Gloria Allred. She's just all over the place. Anyways, on April 24th, 2017, Army Hammer violently raped me for over four hours in Los Angeles, during which he repeatedly slapped my head against a wall, bruising my face. He also committed other acts of violence against me, to which I did not consent. I mean, (laughs) I just honestly, I'm sorry, but are we like programmed now to believe every fucking allegation though i don't know and gloria Allred always draws suspicion because she'll take anybody who has something to say you know like i just i feel like now that the me too movement i agree with that blown up now it's like you're able to like one allegation can fuck up your career we don't even know if you did it or not it's it's really sad because I do know girls that have like, well, he smacked my Lie, butt. I don't, oh, I, I yes. some liars, yeah. And I'm like, honey, no, I was raped when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Someone smacking your butt and forcing their body on you is two completely different mm-hmm. things. That is not me too. I know. I, I have some girls that lie too. about that too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? All right. Because, you know, they didn't want to date them. So, well, yeah, you don't want me, I'm going to take you down. Okay. I had to look for it because he said it. And now I'm so glad I did. Um, rising from the ashes. Ooh. Guess who was on the mass singer? And I cannot believe it because I was wondering where she went. I have a new appreciation for Jennifer Lopez. Caitlyn Jenner says of having to sing oh, and dance God, as the masked singers Phoenix. It was awful. 
I no, she looks awful. like she had fun. Smoked, she did. She had fun. I smoked two cigarettes while listening to her performance. <laughs> you <laughs> did? Oh my god. It was so fucking terrible. Was it? Oh my it god. It was like, hold on, what did I watch her sing? She I sung. Just, um, she sounded like Bruce, but it was I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. but like I just feel like coming from someone who used to Yes. I always love to kind of lighten up my voice a little bit, you know what yes. I mean? And you to feel like she wasn't at all. Girl, it was giving uh, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just I hate yeah. to say it, but like with the whole Caitlyn Jenner yep. thing. Yep. I feel like sometimes she comes off trying to be the more feminine and then sometimes she's like, No, I'm still Bruce. Yeah, it's like girl. Which so, I mean you're still obviously the same a- person and you still have like, you know, like I mean obviously you know, just because you became a man or a woman doesn't mean you're not still gonna have like the same interests and stuff. Like he's always still gonna be, you know, an Olympian and everything like that. Athletic. So I feel like, that. girl, yeah, if like, you're gonna do it, you need to fucking do it. Yeah, bitch. I want to talk to. Caitlyn, I mean, you're, not you're Bruce. a Kardashian. Yes. You were, you know, affiliated with the Kardashian. Like, be a Kardashian. Girl, yeah. So the last thing we're gonna touch on is none other than our fame, our most favorite WAP of all. Cardi B says, I don't think Selena should retire. A bad bitch era is needed. I absolutely agree. I only picked this because I know Michael hates Wait, Selena Gomez. Yes, she, wants to, she wants to quit music. And, and I, I am agree. not here for it because well, I love Selena The one Gomez thing I wanted music. to know was, when did she have a singing career? So, okay, no. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I love her. I love Selena Gomez. And I remember she what, makes really what was cute the songs. award system where... The awards a couple years ago where she broke down on stage and she didn't sing in key at all. And I was, agree. She makes really good sounds. No, but. she, no. It just, <laughs> oh my God. The amount of courage that she had to have to get up on that stage because she had a major health, mental, depression, anxiety attack mm-hmm. right before that happened. Girl. And to be able to get on stage and perform during all of that, knowing you this are failing every word that comes out of your mouth, that is a queen. This is the longest I've ever seen someone heal from a fucking breakup. I don't know. <laughs> what that, the fuck? That the, no, 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 no. You no, know, no, no, she has know a lot of had, medical history. No, I know that too. also, but she has been struggling for years with her breakup with Justin Bieber. Yes, as thank well. you. Thank like, you. She has Who has gotten married since then? Her Justin latest album ha- was about him. Yep. Yep. Justin's songs are still about Girl, I don't think so. Think I so? think it was a more he moved on and she just can't. Like, I don't know what but, but, also, but still, you got to understand though, when you have that first true love, nothing, no matter what, your first experience with something, whether it's good or bad, nothing is always going to compare to that. The, they were at that young age. It was just them coming into who they were going to be true. as themselves and artists. So it was, they found each other with each other. And it's really hard to... Be the person you grew up into when you had the support system and that person who has always been your support is no longer there. It is very hard because people think just them communicating, oh, well, are they getting back together? Why can't they just be friends? Well, speaking (laughs) speaking of people that shouldn't have recording careers, returning to music, is Britney Spears going to make a comeback? (laughs) I am not sure. (laughs) Britney Spears can actually sing. And I'm not not talking about her. No, voice. no, because she, she has. It has been stated that it's actually not her voice. Has anyone ever? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. So many Britney Spears fans do not know this song. Okay, right now it's on her EP. I know, her Baby One More Time yep. EP. It yep. was only Baby One More Time, yep. and there was one other song on it. 
No one can ever name that song. I forget, but you did say it in your previous segment a it's month ago. It's called Autumn Goodbye. But what I was going to say she was... She doesn't do her ow she did voice it. in it at all. It was she her did voice. actually sing when she wrote two tracks, which she had to fight tooth and nail for on Into the Zone. Yep. She did actually sing two of those songs. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good enough to have they a career sustaining. They made her change her voice because they needed her to stand out from, you know, Christina and Jessica Simpson at the time. Well, she also was never going to be able to sing. A lot of people forget that Jessica Simpson actually can sing because she's such an idiot that it overshadowed everything. And now she's, she's getting the a, last laugh with her whole fashion empire. But yeah. she's coming back. She has said that she's going to be releasing another um, another album and coming she out soon. she won't go out sing Christina either. No, so she won't. To, no, no, she won't. Her. Down her down, honey. No white girl's going to out sing Christina. I'm well, sorry. Maybe Cher. Well, well, just and then, you know they they also do that today. Like she, like if you have if your voice is too strong for pop songs, like Jesse J, like Jesse J, then they don't want to put you on a fucking record. You know what I'm saying? You have to have that right poppy voice. It can't be too fucking strong. You know what I'm saying? Well, you just have, just well, once you become a singer, you become a persona. You become a character. It's if you want to really be you, then you need to be you. You need to not accept songs from other writers and stuff that aren't your genre. You well, know, I'm oh, going to tell gonna you hurt. the same thing that Jessie J tells her management team. Just trust me, okay? Have a good night. The is a southern girl with a Levi's on and an open heart.